0: My name is Rick Renner, and today I'm at the Jordan River at the traditional site where Jesus was baptized by John, and Jesus was also here baptized in the Holy Spirit himself. And we read about this in Matthew chapter 3. Listen to what the Bible says. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lightning upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And in that moment, Jesus himself received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, setting the pattern that all of us should be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And this launched Jesus' ministry in supernatural power. If Jesus needed this unction from the Holy Spirit, it's guaranteed that you and I need it too.
1: And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner.
0: And as I told you in the introduction today, I'm going to talk to you about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Wow. It's so powerful. It will change your life. And today, I'm gonna tell you my testimony. And Denise is with me and she's gonna tell you her testimony. But I wanna remind you up front, So right now I'm offering you my series called The Baptism in the Holy Spirit. This series is just magnificent. It's based on these programs. It's five parts. It comes with a great study guide. Order your copy today. I also want you to get my book, which is called The Holy Spirit and You Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic Duo. When you and the Holy Spirit hitch up together, in a real working relationship, you become the dynamic duo and God's power is released into the earth. And that is why we receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And today I'm going to talk to you about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Denise, thank you for being with me today.
2: Rick, I am so excited about this program because I love to talk about the Holy Spirit and he has made a huge impact in my life.
0: Well, let's begin with Acts chapter 1. Okay. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible tells us the final words which Jesus gave to the disciples before he ascended. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them. This was not optional. He commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but should wait for the promise of the Father, which saith He, Ye have heard of me. Now, this is very important because we already saw in yesterday's program that in John chapter 20, verse 21 and 22, Jesus breathed into them the Holy Spirit. They were already saved. But after they were saved, Jesus basically said, Hey guys, we're not done yet. There's something else you need to receive. When they got saved, they received the Spirit. They were born again. They had peace, but they needed power. And power comes with a secondary subsequent experience, which is called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 5, Jesus says, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be. Notice this has not already happened They're saved, but this is something else. You shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And then in verse 8, he describes the result of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Peace comes to us in salvation, but power comes to us when we receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit or the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And today, Denise and I are going to share our testimonies with you. And Denise, let's begin with you.
2: Okay. Well, I was raised in a denominational church and they didn't really talk about the Holy Spirit. They didn't talk about speaking in tongues. They kind of acted like it really didn't exist. So my opinion about it was, I don't want to do that. That's that's pretty scary for me. And so so it was it was such a process. And the funny thing was, God is so good and I loved him so much. And I wanted to be filled with everything that he wanted to fill me with. But he had to get past my mind. And so he got me a job with the English professor in the college that I was going to, and he was an assembly of God. And so he would talk to me about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, about speaking in other tongues. But the funny thing was, I only type 25 words a minute with 17 mistakes. And I am his secretary. I, I mean, think they just <laughs> put you there to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. I think, I
0: think so too. And so
2: little by little, I would, my mind was starting to open up. And wait,
0: wait, can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why was your mind closed? What had you heard about spirit filled people that had you have a closed mind?
2: Oh, Rick. Well, we heard that they swang from chandeliers and that they would laugh hysterically.
0: Or maybe roll on the floor.
2: Roll on the floor, but mostly the swinging on the chandelier because as a child, we would drive by their church on A Street and I would lean out the window Because I believed it. Just maybe I could see in the window of that church somebody hanging from
0: the chandelier. You know, you and I were raised (laughs) in the same denomination, different cities, different churches, but the same denomination. And the impression that I got... is that people who spoke in tongues were mentally ill, or they were emotionally unstable people, and most people who spoke in tongues tended to believe they could easily lose their salvation, and it seemed they were just led by goosebumps and feelings and emotions, and we really poo-pooed that group. This unstable, emotionally unstable people, people who are losing their salvation all the time. They never cut their hair. They wore strange looking clothes. That was something. And to us, spirit filled people back in those days, Denise, honey, it's hard to believe. That's been almost 50 years ago. (laughs) But to me, spirit filled people were kind of freaks. So I had a really big mental barrier as well. Maybe that's some of what you had.
2: That, that is exactly what I had. But what happened to me was somebody invited me to a spirit-filled church. Well, I'm in my denomination. Now, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Does that mean other churches are not spirit-filled? What do you mean by that?
2: Okay, that means that they speak in tongues, that they sing in tongues. They
0: believe in miracles. Okay, we have to be very clear. You do not have to speak in tongues to be saved. No. And if you don't speak in tongues, you're not a second-class Christian. I've never said that. I will never say that. We're all saved the same way. If you're born again, you're washed in the blood, we are all equal. But when you're spirit-filled or when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, it introduces you to a new supernatural dimension that you usually don't find very evident in a denominational church. Maybe once in a while. But if you go to a church, which we call Spirit-filled churches, where people are open to the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you see different things than you would see in a typical denominational church. That's just a fact. That's not a judgment. That's just a reality. Okay.
2: So I would go every Thursday night to this church that spoke spoke in tongues and laid hands on the sick and, and believed in the power of God.
0: Had you ever seen that in your church? Never. Okay
2: never i mean not even very many people smiling when they sang these wonderful songs that we sang i mean these people were filled with joy
0: in the other church
2: yes well i would go every thursday night and this was my ritual i'd go i would go cuz i was hungry for the spirit of god but i was still fighting in my mind i'd go and then i would hear this one precious brother say really loud Praise God. Well, I couldn't understand why anybody would say praise God loud. I couldn't say praise God loud. And nobody in my church said praise God loud. So so I was like, eh, I don't understand that. And I'd go home. I'd judge him. I would repent. And I'd go back the next Thursday night.
0: Because you were hungry.
2: Because I was so hungry. And so one, one night, I loved Jesus with all my heart. One night, I'm laying in my bed. And I, and I said, Jesus, you are, and I was trying to think of adjectives. I said, you are stupendous. And when Rick, when I said stupendous, I said, that's it. Give me the tongues. I do not have enough words to praise him. So at that point, my mind opened up. And it wasn't long, I kept going to that church on Thursday night, wasn't long until I I went there one night and they said, is there anybody here that wants to be filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues? And I was like, I do. And then they laid hands on me and I spoke in other tongues, got filled
0: with the Holy Spirit. And what change did it bring into your life?
2: Oh, I started witnessing to people.
0: That's what Jesus said in Acts 1-8. You receive power and you will be witnesses.
2: I even started my own hospital ministry.
0: Nobody told me to go to the hospital. You were just empowered. You had (laughs) power to minister to other people.
2: And I wanted to give it out, right? So so I I went to the hospital because I figured Jesus said, visit those who are sick. So I went to the hospital, not to talk about Jesus, but to visit the sick. But I always talked about Jesus. And I even got to pray for some people. Mm. And I even know that some people were healed when I prayed
0: for them. Well, you know, when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I was from the same denominational church. And the year that I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, our pastor, who I loved so much, I mean, he's so wonderful. He was my pastor for years and years. He taught me the Bible. He put so much foundation in me, for which I'm so grateful. That church is one of the sweetest memories of my life. But we didn't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the year that I got baptized in the Holy Spirit... He did a whole series on the errors of the charismatic movement. Oh, wow. And we were in Tulsa, and Tulsa was the headquarters of Kenneth Hagin and Oral Roberts. So he would use a lot of examples of those ministries that he didn't like. It was a whole summer on the errors of the charismatic movement. So for me, charismatics were just the worst. (laughs) And then something happened, 1974. 1974. One, I was a teenager, and one day after school, I went to my aunt's house. She was a Pentecostal. Wow, that was kind of on the fringe for us. But when I walked into her house, she was listening to a reel-to-reel tape. This is before the days of audio of cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. She was listening to a reel-to-reel tape, and it was Kenneth Hagin. I'd never heard Kenneth Hagin in my life. He gave a message in tongues, and a man named Brother Goodwin Interpreted the tongue and I heard the whole thing on the tape. I came in the house. Back in those days, people didn't lock their doors. Melita didn't even know I was in the house. She was in another room doing something. I walked in, I heard the tape, I heard the tongues, I heard the interpretation. She didn't even know I was there. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my, that is tongues. That is the thing I've always heard of. These are crazy people. But it was enough to put a hook in my heart. I heard something supernatural I'd never heard in my life. And when I heard that speaking in tongues and the interpretation of tongues, something in me stood up and said, wow, I've got to know more about this.
2: Rick, that happened to me too. I was invited to sing for this big meeting and I'd never heard tongues in my life. And so I, I'm sitting there waiting to sing and they say, if you love the Lord, raise your Raise one hand. So hmm, I raised my hand. Well, I'd never raised my hand to the Lord ever in my life. So I raised one hand. Then they said, Now raise your other hand and let's praise the Lord. So I raised my other hand, and all of a sudden, these 300, 400 people started speaking in tongues. And Rick, I was just like you. I was like,
0: Oh my gosh. Well, do you know what I this started? This is it. What I started doing was every day after school, because I was in high school, I was in high school. I got saved when I was five. Your kids can get saved at a very early age. My mother really put the Word of God in me, and really I came under conviction of sin during a revival meeting when I was four. But when I was five, I walked the aisle, I gave my heart to Jesus. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 14, so years went by. And of course, I only knew what I'd heard in my church, and we didn't believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We thought people who spoke in tongues were mentally unstable or emotionally unstable. We didn't do that kind of stuff. We were the denominational church. We were not like those people. We cut our hair. Their women didn't seem to cut their hair. They wore strange clothes. We just didn't want anything to do with that. At least I didn't. Well, after I heard that reel-to-reel tape, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues every day. I began secretly going to my aunt's house. Now, if my mother and daddy had known it, they probably wouldn't have been too happy today. They're thrilled about it. But at that time, I was kind of going over the edge because I was asking my aunt questions where we were not supposed to spiritually go. My appetite had been whetted when I heard the speaking in tongues and that interpretation of tongues. And I began to bring my notes because I was taking notes from what was being preached in our church, all the errors of the charismatic movement. Well, one good thing I was given in my church is that you believe what the Bible says. We base our beliefs on what the Bible says. And by the way, that's who I am today. If you're a partner with our ministry, we hope you are. If you're not, please pray about it. If you are, we want to say thank you. We're very grateful for your partnership. But you need to know we're a ministry that believes the Bible, We base everything we do on the Bible and we do not veer from the Bible. So it was very important to me what does the Bible say? So I would take the notes from Wednesday night where I had heard this series on the errors of the excesses of the charismatic movement. I would take the notes. I would go to my aunt's house. I would sit down and I would say, Now, this is what I was told. Tell me what you believe. And she began to walk me verse by verse. Think about that. I was just a kid. But she saw the call of God in my life. And really, she took a risk to do this because the rest of the family probably wouldn't have been thrilled about it at that time. But she began to walk me verse by verse through every accusation about charismatics and about spirit-filled people, all these teachings about charismatic excesses. And she said, Ricky, let's see what the Bible says. Well, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know, what does the Bible say? And she began to walk me through all of those charges against spirit-filled people, against emotional instability among charismatics, she opened the scriptures to me. And do you know what else she did? She actually typed it all out, and I still have those notes that my aunt gave me, and they are precious to me because those notes and those daily sessions at her house after school opened my heart to the moving of the Holy Spirit. And do you know what? She said to me, Ricky, Because back in those days, I wasn't Rick. I was Ricky. I was just 14 years old. She said, Catherine Kuhlman is coming to town. Mm. You want to go? My mother gave me permission to go. And Melita said, let's join the choir. I said, well, why do we want to join the choir? She said, because the choir has the best seats in the auditorium. We'll nearly be on the stage. So my aunt and I, we begin to go to the rehearsals at the Methodist Church. And soon I found myself in the big Maybe Center Auditorium at ORU in the choir. And I'll never forget when Catherine Kuhlman came on the stage because the power of God began to move in that auditorium almost like electricity. Immediately you could feel the anointing just moving through that crowd. God. I had never felt such power. I had never... Seeing such things as I saw that day, people getting out of wheelchairs, people pulling IVs out of their arms. I saw the Jesus of the gospel step into that auditorium. And suddenly every argument I heard against the spirit-filled life evaporated right in front of my eyes. And that's when I made the decision. I want the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I want it. This is real. I saw it. I knew there was something in God that I had never experienced. Was I saved? Absolutely. Was I going to heaven? Yes, absolutely. But there was a power that I had not received. So one day I went to my aunt's house after school. And I said, today's the day I want you to pray for me to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It was her birthday. I didn't even know it was her birthday. I got on my knees around her coffee table She laid her hands on me and she prayed. And I remember her saying, Lord, this is my birthday. I asked you for my birthday present that Ricky could be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened. At that moment, I did not speak in tongues. I was too timid to do it in front of her. Wanted to, but I was afraid to. I was so filled with the Spirit that when I left her house, I was walking on a cloud. I was full of the spirits like I had gone to another realm but I didn't speak in tongues because I was too timid to do it in front of her so I went home shut the door got on my knees and I said Lord here goes I'm gonna pray in tongues and do you know what it began to flow out of me it just flowed out of me now Praying in tongues gives you the ability to speak to God in a supernatural language. I've experienced that. I still speak in tongues every day of my life. So does Denise. But it also releases divine power. I've already shown you in previous programs, the baptism of the Holy Spirit gives you power over evil. It gives you power to minister to others. And I showed you in the last program, the pattern in the New Testament, people that were saved were subsequently filled with the Holy Spirit. God's intention is to take you all the way into power, not just into salvation, not just into peace. That's good. That's for eternity. But he wants to bring you into the subsequent experience where you're clothed with power from on high. That transforms everything. And really, when you honestly, intelligently look at the book of Acts, which is a pattern book you find that is the pattern in the book of Acts. Everybody in the book of Acts who is saved is also subsequently baptized in the Holy Spirit and speaks with other tongues. It's from the beginning all the way to the book of Acts. And if it was for then, it's still for today.
2: We know, Rick, Jesus wants us to be filled to overflowing with His Spirit.
0: And Denise, do you know that that word full, like in Acts chapter 1, Verse 4, it says they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The Greek word means full, full to capacity, lacking nothing. They got everything they needed. And that's what we all get when we get the baptism in the Holy Spirit.
2: And he wants us to move in that because he loves this world so much and he wants to express himself to people. He wants to be the miracle worker in the the midst of a grocery store. He wants for you to speak about him at the beauty shop wherever you are, because he's the power on the inside of us. And when we get filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, it's, it's a release of his spirit. The, it, his power comes on us. When when we get saved, his power comes in us. But when we get filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, his power comes on us to do something with us.
0: Well, Jesus says, you'll be endued with power from on high. That's Luke twenty four forty nine. the Greek word enduo, which means you'll be literally clothed. Mm. The same word means to nestle into a set of clothes, to sink into your clothes until you feel comfortable, which means when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, God's intention is for you to sink into the power, become comfortable in the power, Mm. that you begin to operate in a new realm of power. It becomes the realm where you live and where you function. In fact, I'm talking to you today on this TV program, and Denise is here with me, and we're living in Russia doing what we're doing because we received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. If I had not received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, I don't know where I'd be today. I think it might be a pretty sad story.
2: My story would be sad.
0: The baptism in the Holy Spirit empowered us. Ricky and Denise Renner yes. were transformed and yes. empowered. Yes. And we're here today because of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And God wants you to receive it as well. But we're out of time We'll be back in just a moment, and Denise and I are going to pray for you.
1: The Holy Spirit was sent to empower and comfort believers, but do you really know him? Have you really experienced him? When you experience the Holy Spirit, you receive power from on high that will radically change your life. In Rick Renner's teaching series, The Baptism in the Holy Spirit, Rick answers the hard questions about this often misunderstood figure of the Trinity and the power he gives to every believer. In this series, Rick covers topics like speaking in other tongues, moving in the supernatural, and the power of change. When you call or go online right now to order, this foundational series will reveal the power and person of the Holy Spirit in a practical way that will affect every aspect of your life, available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. When you call or go online today, you can also get the companion book, The Holy Spirit and You, In this book, you'll meet and know the Holy Spirit in a personal and powerful way. Truly knowing him allows you to work together to fulfill your calling, live in peace and experience joy. Together, the Holy Spirit and you will accomplish God's purpose for you on the earth. Available for just $15 when you call or go online today. Order both of these powerful resources today to discover the power of the Holy Spirit the sermon series, The Baptism in the Holy Spirit, and the book, The Holy Spirit in You. Call now or go to renner.org to order. Friends, this is Rick Renner.
0: Now, right now, I'm in the interior of the Moscow Good News Church. It is quite an amazing place. When you walk through this building, it's so beautiful and it testifies to the grace of God and the provision of God and the giving of our church and of our partners. We built this facility debt-free and because of that, the Moscow church has never had the burden of monthly payments. All of our funds have been released to do the work of the gospel. And now we need to do that in Tulsa and I call this phase three and I'm asking you today, to pray about joining us as part of the giving team for phase three which is paying off the tulsa facility And the reason we want to pay it off is because then it will release funds for us to take the teaching of the bible to the ends of the earth and dear friend right now the bible is so needed, and i know that that's my heart and that is your heart and together we can take the bible to the ends of the earth so please pray about joining us for phase three to finish paying off the Tulsa building. And I want to say thank you in advance. Today, Denise and I have been talking to you about when we both received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It changed our lives. By the way, today I'm offering you my series called The Baptism in the Holy Spirit's five parts. It comes with a tremendous study guide. Also offering you my book. And I really believe people are going to love this book.
2: Oh, Yes, absolutely. Rick, that's a great
0: book. It's called The Holy Spirit and You, Working Together as Heaven's Dynamic Duo. You know, Denise, it's so easy to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes people think you have to earn it. You have to tarry for it. But you know, everything God does, God does by grace. Let me ask you, when you got saved, did you have to beg? Did you have to tarry to be saved? No, you just repented, opened your heart, and Christ came in. It was a work of grace. And it is the same Mm. with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. God's made it all so easy for us. It just takes faith to receive. God's grace will give it to you right now if you'll take it. It's what happened to me. It's what happened to Denise. We didn't beg. We didn't plead. We just opened our heart and said, Lord, we need it and we need it now. (laughs) And Jesus graciously baptized me in the Holy Spirit. And he baptized Denise in the Holy Spirit. I'm so thankful, Rick. And Denise, all of our kids are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. Even our grandkids are baptized in the Holy Spirit. When we get together as a family and we pray, we all pray in tongues. It's just natural for us because it is the life of the Spirit. Let's pray for our friends. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that today, anybody who wants this can receive it. Amen. If you already have it, release it. Begin to use it. Release the power of God to operate through you. And if you've never received it before, right now, in the name of Jesus, we speak the baptism in the Holy Spirit to you. Jesus is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, tomorrow we're going to be back. And tomorrow we're going to answer questions. About the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But remember Ecclesiastes 8:4. It says where the word of a king is, there's power, and it's true. The word of God is the answer, it has power for your life. So let the word of God work in you, and we'll see you in the next program.
1: Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at Renner.org. Also, Please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.